0: Alright, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our third story, Tyler. We're going to chat a little bit about Southwest, and we're going to talk to, uh, well, we're not going to literally speak to, but we're going to hear from a hospitality professional on some developments with South—uh—with uh, Southwest's cleaning policies for their flights. And I just want to quickly shout out the kind of content we've been doing for this. We've been having way more uh, submission-style content, so we'll put out an ask for folks in their industry to give us their thoughts on a story uh, or on a topic or trend or issue, right? And it's been really great hearing from y'all. So I encourage you to continue to do that. Keep an eye out for uh, our tweets and asks as we encourage you to give your thoughts on different disparate industry trends because we love hearing from you. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in. So airlines have obviously struggled due to COVID. Uh, They've been uh, one of the industries that understandably have been hit pretty hard and much of what is keeping airlines afloat right now at least in my opinion is how they're adapting to covid for their flyers and that includes uh, keeping middle seats open to ensure some space between passengers mandating masks on flights and cleaning planes between flights as well however southwest recently announced plans to roll back cleaning measures in between flights due to some issues with timing and resources so, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, Southwest is announcing, "Hey, actually we're not going to clean these as much as we said we were." Tyler, if you heard that news, would you trust Southwest as your airline?
1: Ooh. It's it's tough, man. That yeah. I I I haven't had to make that determination yet because I haven't had to to take a flight. Um and again, I think um and correct me if I'm wrong about this, but but I believe that what most people, uh, what most of the science has suggested is that um, picking up uh, picking up COVID from surfaces is less likely than between people, you know, and it being airborne. That is so true. That, yes, that, that yes. to me is. I I would guess that if I did have to go somewhere, I don't know that this would factor into my thinking too terribly much, but it's. I, I don't feel great about anything right now, Daniel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't feel great about just, like, the traveling uh, dynamic from start to finish at all. Like, I'm I'm not going to be flying an airplane anytime soon. Uh, I'm driving to Colorado to visit a friend um, later in August, and we're just, like, going basically from my house in Texas, driving to a cabin and staying there with those friends, right? So social distancing... I promise everyone I'm being a a good uh you know covid survivor right now. But oh, not that I've had covid. Please don't think I'm like spreading covid. Now. <laughs> yes, I am I'm patient 0, surprise, it was me. Um but no, I I I just don't ever plan on flying a plane when covid is still raging. Sorry. Right. Like I th- I think right. the the airport vibe uh you know being in line at the airport, going through security, Everything, every touch point where you are interfacing with people flying in and out of states, countries, like, it's just the perfect hodgepodge of um, disparate personal uh, networks, right, that will create uh, a, a COVID petri dish, in my opinion. So, I'm going to avoid that. But... If I was flying, I think the last thing I'd want to hear is, hey, by the way, we're actually not going to clean the planes at all. Um, Sorry. Or like, we're going to clean them at kind of the same rate we were before, but we're not going to do any extra special cleaning because of COVID. Even though I agree with you, the science has shown that getting COVID from a surface is really not likely. Like, you're going to get it from being close to someone or someone like coughing and breathing on you, right? Um... Just like the reasoning, especially just the way it sells at a PR level to say, "Hey, uh, sorry, we're just not going to clean anymore." In my opinion, is uh, just not like not a not a great um, not a great move for the like forum of public opinion. If it actually affects business policy uh, or you know business performance. We will see, like, I, I don't know, but at least just among flyers, I would imagine it would have a negative impact. Uh, so That's what we wanted to know from industry professionals. Do they think that there's going to be an impact because of Southwest scaling back of cleaning protocols on the industry or on consumer confidence? So we sourced this question to various air travel professionals, and we'll actually have a a compilation video up on our site, I think by the time this snippet posts, uh, that has that full breakdown. So I encourage y'all to seek that out. We'll probably link it here in the piece But we also wanted to hear what hospitality professionals thought on the move, being so closely dependent on the travel industry at large. They're very intersecting industries. Uh, so we have some thoughts today from dan ryan he's the co-founder of blue canary and blue canary aims to provide the hospitality industry access to hospital grade hygienic standards of elite medical institutions and uh, blue canary was actually founded in response to the covid 19 pandemic and the way they work is uh they partner with major hotel brands across the u.s to provide some in-house residencies that educate and train their on-site department leaders through a bespoke program designed to address each property's unique needs. So, uh, in layman's terms, it's basically a health and safety consultation for the hospitality industry, uh, which is a-, a neat business model. And I thought that uh, his thoughts on this would, uh, you know, be relevant considering he's trying to bring a uh, a different level of health, wellness, and safety to the hospitality industry. So. What does Dan Ryan, co-founder of Blue Canary, think about this shift? Here's the first question I asked him again. What impact will Southwest Airlines scaling back of cleaning protocols have on the industry and on consumer confidence? Tyler, go ahead and roll the clip. We'll listen to what he says, and then we'll give some thoughts. I think it will affect consumer confidence with many people, uh, but Southwest has never been about many people. Southwest has a very specific culture and customer for their model to work effectively, it's all about wheels up, and it always has been. When your priority is all about turning planes around as fast as possible when they hit the gate, you're going to sacrifice some things. I'm sure they thought about the risks, and I'm confident this decision will work out for Southwest. So his thoughts reveal a few things. One, that you know he sees Southwest as... I, I'm I'm assuming, you know, he's implying that Southwest, much like Spirit, is sort of advertised as an, an anyone's airline, as a budget airline to some degree. Right. And that that is part of the selling point and that people are willing to make concessions for how they fly because of the price point. And he also brings up that. Uh, You know, he is pretty sure that Southwest has weighed all of the dynamics here before announcing something that, like we said, on the surface feels like such a dumb PR move. You know, clearly it's not like they just decided this yesterday and said, all right, well, you know what, Eh, just, you know announce the news, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there was like a major decision around this, especially if they have to announce it to the whole world. So do you agree with Dan Ryan on either of those main points that Southwest is going to survive this because they've calculated what the potential losses could be and uh, they even out and that uh, they won't feel a major hit from this because The people flying Southwest have already made concessions about the airline uh, because, you know, they want to fly at a cheaper cost. Do you agree with either of those points? Yeah, I
1: I do. I, I feel like if you're willing to fly at this point, then you are willing to take a certain amount of risk. And then if you've already decided that you want to use Southwest, then you are doing it for the reasons that he suggested, right? That, that they're an airline that is uh, a little bit more budget, that they are an airline that prioritizes um, you know, the, the speed with which they do things. And, you know, like you said, getting wheels off the ground, that's their priority. And so I I feel like that he is probably right about that. And he's also an expert. And so I, I, I tend to to side with him on this, but, um, but yeah, I, I I think that he makes a good point.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like more so than, you know, Southwest has a client base that doesn't care about their health and safety. Like, I think that interpretation of what he's saying is probably not super generous. I, I think what is an accurate interpretation, at least in my opinion, is that, like what you were saying, Tyler, people that are flying right now, regardless of if it's Southwest, have already made the mental decision that, like, yeah, I- like, I'm willing to take this risk to travel. And so, because of that, uh... It, coupled with the science that touching surfaces, um, especially if you're already doing the social distancing and wearing a mask, is probably not going to get you COVID. I could see the justification from Southwest being like, well, people are still flying. They've already made the decision to fly. COVID's not stopping them. Is our cleaning procedure really going to turn people away, especially when we advertise as a a cheaper? And you know, more friendly and fun option. You know, it's part of the experience to fly Southwest. You're gonna get it at a lower cost. You know, people are gonna want that, whether or not we are cleaning. I, I guess I do kind of agree with that, um, but I, I don't think it's that Southwest has like a consumer base that is uniquely less concerned about COVID. I think it's more that. Uh, If you were already flying Southwest for the reasons you would fly Southwest uh, and you're doing so during a pandemic, them scaling back their cleaning operations, I don't think is going to just like magically turn all those Southwest flyers off from flying Southwest because the, uh, you know, the, the reasoning for flying is I've already made the concession that I don't care or I'm willing to take the risk of contracting or spreading COVID. And uh, I'm doing so at a, a cheaper cost, and that's why it is, um, you know, something that I'm willing to do. And I'm speaking as, you know, the uh, the hypothetical consumer here. So, yeah, I, I think I do agree with him there. Uh, as much as I, I'd like to think that this move wouldn't work for Southwest, I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's probably... Um, it's probably not going to hurt them that much. Mm -hmm. Like, if it it does, I don't think it's going to be enough to tank Southwest during COVID. Uh, I think it would have to be deeper. I think it would have to be we're removing mask mandates, we're filling planes up to the brim, right? Like, if they got rid of all of their COVID precautions, I think then maybe we would start to see some some real departure from Southwest. Right. Uh, And then I wanted to share one more quote from him. This is a really short one, but um, just wanted to... uh, I don't know, spur some thoughts on it. I asked Dan Ryan, will airlines return to pre-pandemic levels of growth? And if so, how? Let's hear what he says here. At some point, yes. But when, I have no idea. How? That's easy. Everyone needs to have the knowledge and confidence about how the virus or any other pathogen gets transmitted and stopped, either by safety measures or a vaccine. Hmm. So, you know, really simple there, but really all he's saying is that, yeah, airlines are going to be fine once people are educated on the full breadth of what COVID does, how it spreads, and of course, once there's a vaccine, uh, you know, the effectiveness of said vaccine. Mm -hmm. And I think I have to completely agree. And I think that is why I'm also a little freaked by that assessment, because we've seen a real lack of leadership, in my opinion, from everyone, from the companies, from the state level officials, from the federal level officials, obviously, on how to deal with COVID, uh, you know, wear masks, don't wear masks, uh, don't touch things, do touch things, X, Y, Z, like it's been very flip floppy and it has inspired a lot of uh, distrust in our officials and in our response to COVID. And obviously we're number one uh, in a bad way for COVID right now. So things aren't great. And I I don't think that we're just magically going to educate everyone sometime soon on the realities of COVID. Like, I really think it's going to take the vaccine. And even then we're already seeing plenty of people say, I'm not going to take a vaccine. Vaccine's garbage. COVID isn't even, like, really a problem. Forget this. I don't want to wear a mask in Trader Joe's. I don't want to wear a mask on the plane. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Right. right. So there, there's already a ton of dissent around just the, the basics for COVID treatment. And uh, I don't think a vaccine is necessarily going to solve that. So his determination that, yeah, things are going to get back to normal because everyone's just going to be educated on the realities of COVID, I think that's being a little generous uh, to uh, you know how willing our leadership is to educate and how willing the broader populace is to absorb any of that said education or, you know, trust it in the first place. Uh, So that makes me a little weary on if we will actually see pre-pandemic levels of growth. Uh, Now, will we see uh, a return to it like more stable numbers? I I think so, yeah, but but growth of these airline industries? I'm not sure we're going to see that as soon as Dan Ryan is uh, claiming here. So that's just my personal opinion. Do yeah, you, agree? My, you
1: disagree? My primary concern would be business travel, right? How much business travel comes back? Um, are you. Is right. Zoom and other other platforms going to replace some of the business travel and take, a, take away some of the expenses from businesses that they had previously been allocating towards business travel? Uh, like, I think that there's a possibility that that will happen on. On some scale, I, I don't know how to estimate that, but you know, if, if 10% of businesses say, hey, we're going to drastically reduce business travel, uh, there's a dent that that makes, right? And so I think that there's certainly a possibility that that hampers airlines from getting back to pre-COVID levels of growth and revenue.
0: This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com industries.